This is episode 12 of African and American with your girl, Six the Goddess. And keep in mind, I'm a goddess and I'm sensitive about my shift. So peace and love, family. I hope everyone is well. Um, I hope you're relaxing, you know, and just listening to this podcast, chilling, ready to use the minds, ready to have a discussion, you know, ready to ready to hear different perspectives. Um, so let's just get right into it. So this week, um, well, the first thing I want to talk about is I put up a post that I actually saw. I initially saw this post on Facebook and everyone was reposting it with such energy and conviction. And people don't give so much energy to energy to things that they are are not passionate about so by seeing so many reposts of this meme and you know not just a simple like I'm gonna just put this right here like people commenting like that's right you stupid bitches got it fucked up like yeah I'm like damn like everybody is going in so the meme was something to the effects of um a man can pay all his bills by himself. What does he need you to live with him for? Or something like that. Basically saying, you know, if a man has to pay all the bills in his house, then what's the point of him having a woman staying there? So, like I said, I'm looking at all the the comments and I'm like, so why is this something where everyone feels like they have to somehow put down women when they post this and see that's the power of the subconscious we love the subconscious and we love to pay attention to what um what it means when people do certain things because if you're educated on the subconscious and how it works you can observe things that people do and that they don't even realize they're doing and it can give you insight on why this is happening so for everyone to repost this meme and then uh, during your repost have to put women down in some way they were either saying yeah you know these bitches think that they're supposed to get a free ride like so many people that were agreeing with this meme were also saying such like negative words about women and that's and that's not surprising because you know we can cry all day but the reality is is that if you think for a second that God's order was for women to pop out children and then shove those children to daycare six weeks after giving birth and work full time and then to have her man, you know, tap her shoulder on the first of each month like, hey, you know, let me get the half of that rent. If you think for a second that that is natural, godly order, then that explains why you have to put so much energy and scream so loud when you say these things. Oh yeah, these bitches think they're not supposed to have to do anything. These bitches ain't shit. And you have to say it with such energy because you're trying to make yourself believe that mess. You know, it was it was men commenting saying, oh, you want to put all these bitches, you know, pussy on a pedestal. And excuse my language, I am just literally quoting some of the comments that men were saying you know so 
we're we're going to we're going to really break this down because I'm going to go over my feelings on this post and what I said in the caption. Now, what was even funnier was the amount of men who just read the meme <laughs> and didn't even read my caption and were commenting like, "Hello, amen." I know that's right. <laughs> and I'm like, "Brother, you ain't" They're like, yeah, exactly. These bitches want to live off of me for free. And I'm sitting here like, wow. I was honestly shocked at how many brothers felt like that. How many brothers felt like it was just, oh, these bitches ain't good for nothing. Wow. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. And these these are adults. That have been on this planet for some time that that are saying these things. So, you know, this this is not just children. Like, these are people who've been around the block before. The main things they were hollering in the comments was, Oh, ain't no bitch gonna stay with me and not pay for nothing. Oh, you know... What if, what if something happened to my income? I need her to be able to have my back. So the, to me, the underlying theme that I was seeing throughout all these brothers comments were hurt and insecurity, that lack of confidence to provide, I, you know, that very strong insecurity that plagues a lot of our brothers is something that we don't want to talk about. But posts like that really expose insecure or hurt men. Because I'm going to tell you right now, you know, men with healthy bank accounts that are already independent, paying their own, you know, their own bills and providing their own housing you know, are not the ones commenting on this post. You know, oh, your woman, your woman living with you is, it's like a no-brainer. Like, if my woman, if, I, I'm, if, if I've made this person my woman and I'm bringing her to my home, you know, what do you look like charging her? I mean, you already are paying to live on your own. So I said, you know, what happens is we focus a lot on women picking the wrong men. And we are not having those discussions about there are men that pick the wrong women too. And it's no coincidence to me, the same men saying that, oh, ain't no bitch going to stay with me for free are the same men that complain about how women don't cook anymore, how women, women aren't loyal anymore. Women don't know how to stay home anymore. And it's like, you have to make up your mind. If you want to put your woman in a masculine role over you, you cannot also want those submissive, you know, sweet nothings. It doesn't work both ways. If she paying half the bills, she got half to say so. So if you run in your mouth, she can run her mouth back. If you don't listen, she cannot listen. There's no kind of order. There's no kind of, you know like food chain, like pecking order in the house, you know, a whole bunch of chiefs and no Indians. So it was also interesting because nowhere in the, in, in, so my caption, a paraphrase of my caption, I basically said that men that feel like, oh, you know, I can live by myself and pay all my bills. What do I need a woman to live with me for? Men that feel that way, 
they've never experienced a love and relationship with a real woman. And, and, and let's not play that what's a real woman game. Okay, let's not play that what's a real woman game because we definitely have a place in order in this world. So the real woman is the woman who heals, educates, nurtures, brings forth life, respects herself and others, um, feeds her family. Uh, you know, her, 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 her children are fed from her breasts. You know, these are things that make a woman a real woman. A real woman knows her value. She knows her power. She's confident. Um, so real women, if you are dating a woman who is a real woman and your attitude is that of what can you do for me? Okay. You know, if your attitude is anything other than recognizing her value and then applying that value in your everyday life. So applying her value in everyday life is to say, listen, this is the woman that has birthed or is going to birth my children. The greatest gift I'll ever get. The least I can do is cover the household bills. You know, that it'll, it'll seem like, you know, just an attempt to, you know, kind of pay her back from everything she will contribute to your household. Y'all know my favorite saying, uh, men with no nurturing women think that nurturing women aren't everything. If you have experienced a real woman in your life and in your household, you will know that nothing feels better. Nothing. You paying, you know, rent and lights, you know, that's nothing compared to everything you gain when a real woman is taking care of your home. Just like there are women that spend their whole lives attracting wrong men, there are men that spend their whole lives attracting wrong women. And we don't talk about it. And these men that say, well, I don't, I, I don't know why you're putting pussy on a pedestal. These bitches ain't shit. I ain't, I ain't taking care of no bitch. She ain't, she ain't eating off of me. You, my friend, are a man who you, you may even have been with many women. But if you have, if you have been with many individuals, but you still feel that way, you still feel like, oh, I don't need these bitches and. I don't need to put these bitches pussy on pedestals. There's no way you've come into contact with that, with that real queen, with that real woman. And what has happened is your whole life, you have attracted and come into contact with nothing but masculinized females, not women. Masculinized females. You are born female by default. You're born with a vagina, you're female. Now, when it comes to being a woman, that's a whole nother ball game. Okay. So what happens is you don't even know about that side of the rainbow. All you know is women that have stressed you out. Women that have been liabilities, women that made you feel like you wasted your time. Like I said, you can have been with plenty of women and still not feel satisfied. And then what happens is you continue trying to mess with more women and more women and more women. And then you just become emptier and emptier. And you, you get pushed farther and farther away from real love and nurturing. So the brothers have to be honest with themselves. 
stop. You know, these bitches, these bitches, be serious. You know, are, are you saying that there are no good women in the world? You, you can't possibly be saying that. What you got to be saying is they're there, but they don't want you. That has to be what it is because, you know, you, you can't, you cannot be that idiotic to sit here and say, oh, you know, there are absolutely no good women on this planet and they all just ain't shit. I mean, come on now. No, honey, the good women are there. The question is, why are they not coming at you? And I am telling you, if your attitude reeks even the slightest bit of it being all about you and what she can do for you and proving herself to you, you will never, ever get a real woman to open up to you and nurture you and take care of you. You won't. Because why Why would she? She would be playing herself if she did that. You know, there is an order here. And, and, and if you are a believer in God, if you are a believer in the Most High, this is what you have to understand. You have a role. Black gender roles matter. You have a role as a man. Okay? And providing is one of them. All I said in that post was, you know, you need to pay the household bills, the rent and the lights. Now, let's break that down. Am I saying that you need to have your woman laid up in a five-bedroom penthouse condo on the beach? No, that is not what I'm saying, okay? The reality is, it is very possible, very possible to pay rent and lights by yourself. <laughs> As a man, it is possible. Now, depending on how much money you make, depending on how much money she makes, am I saying that you need to pay her car note and her car insurance and her phone bill and her hair and her nails? I'm not saying that. Let's be realistic for a second here. I am simply saying that to keep the roof over the head and, and the lights on in this place, that needs to be your responsibility as a man. And it was just amazing to me how many brothers heard me say rent and lights and took that and put on these Oscar winning dramatic performances in my comments about how it's going to send them to an early grave trying to take care and pay for everything by themselves. Sometimes we make things bigger than what we are in order to not have to attempt to obtain that. So we just make it be really big and say that we can't do it. That way we never have to grow. If in your home, you need, you need your woman and, and, and her half of the rent in order to keep that roof over your head, you, my friend, are living above your means. I'm going to tell you right now, we all Every single last one of us, no women, just in our everyday lives, that take care of their whole household by themselves, have children, and are not getting any child support, and are completely sustaining their households alone. We all know this. So if, you know, if women can step up and, and have to take care of their whole households by themselves, then you mean to tell me the grown man can't handle rent and a light bill? Pause. That lack of confidence is scary. 
You know, that 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 confidence is a muscle that we have to start building. So sisters, you know, it's like I said, it's a cycle because the brothers don't have this confidence because they're not receiving that nurturing good woman and the nurturing good woman doesn't want them because of their lack of confidence. Damn it. It's just a cycle. And that's why, sadly, some of those brothers will forever stay in that cycle. It'll never be their fault. It'll always be all the women's fault. And these are the brothers I feel bad for because, you know, they they probably won't have a wife taking care of them in their dying days. But, uh, you know, okay, unless you're living with your mom, okay, and this is going to require you to move out in order to live with your woman, I don't understand why this was, you know, touching the nerves of so many guys. You know, I, I mean, there are men who are in positions to pay everything, you know, in their households. Does that make them more of a man than you know? I never said that a man is measured based off of his financial status. However, let's be clear. All these brothers saying, oh, what if something happens to my income and we're all depending on my income? Let me tell you. As a man, there is an instinct to provide that is deeply embedded within you. Even if you lose an income source, your instinct should make you not sleep until you bounce back. You know, there is no sitting around like, oh, I lost this source of income or I lost my job or I'm not making no money right now. Babe, can you help me out? No. Get up. Wipe your ass, wipe your tears, okay, take off your diaper, put on your big boy, uh, your big boy underwear, and make it happen. Okay, I, I know a lot of men personally where I know for a fact they ain't never sitting around broke. And the last thing they doing is looking to any woman to, you know, have a, a, a something under them to catch them in case they fall. Nah, I, I know plenty of men where, oh, they okay, they going to have them some money. That's one thing about it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, more brothers have to build that same confidence. You know, you shouldn't be like, well, I don't want to sign up to take care of this family because I might not be able to do it. That's essentially what you're saying. You know, you're saying that you don't want that responsibility because you're, 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 none, none of you are saying like, Oh, I know for a fact I can do it. You know, everyone sounds like they're dabbing themselves, you know. So I encourage you to have more confidence in yourself because then you're going to be able to attract a woman who is going to really push you and make you believe that, you know, you got this to to push you to that next level, to give you that satisfaction. You're not moving the same when you come home to a cold, empty house. As you are when you coming home to a warm crib smelling like food, you know, with some bath water going and your woman bathed, smelling good, shaved, waiting on you on her knees. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't the same thing, brother. Okay, so, you know, if you're not dealing with women that treat you that way and that make you feel like that king, then you're dealing with a masculine woman. Now your masculine and her masculine is meeting up and it's canceling each other out and you ain't feeling that fire. So you feel like, yeah, I don't want to take care of her. I don't want to pay her rent because you don't see that value because you have no polarity. You know, opposites attract. She giving off the same energy you giving off. You got your half of the rent. She got her half of the rent. What's up, nigga? What's good? You know what I'm saying? She want to fight. 
You know what I'm saying? That, that ain't gonna last. There's a lot of things in life where it seems unfair, like, well, why is, how come so-and-so gets to do it? And how come she do it? I mean, there are certain things in life where this is just the way it is. We don't get to choose certain things. This is the way it is. If you don't like what comes into your duties and your obligations as a man, I don't know what to tell you, my brother. Suck it up and deal with it. This is divine order. This is divine order. There's a reason why you don't have the children. There's a reason why you don't have a period. There's a reason why your breasts don't produce milk to sustain a child throughout its whole infant stage. There's a reason for that, brother. I mean, it sucks, but that's just, I mean, that's what it is. I mean, you, you, you're better off accepting it so that you can grow in it because as it's just important for a man to master his masculinity as it's important for a woman to master her femininity. It's just as important. You know, you can be a, you can be a, a, ma- a male without really being a man because honestly, what really separates a man from a woman? I would say the main thing is the way our brains function, okay? Now, not saying that all women are emotional thinkers or women are not capable of thinking logically, but, you know, our main difference is, you know, the man's natural instinct, which is supposed to be logic, leadership, protecting, um, being the strength. And then the woman is supposed to bring in the, you know, the, the emotion, the love and and balance out his, the way he thinks with the way she thinks. And that's how we work together. But what happens when a man's mind is also led by emotion? You know what happens now? The woman's mind will start to kind of morph in order to balance out into a more logical and masculine uh, way of thinking. And now him and her are clashing in their home because their energies have swapped. It's like Freaky Friday. So brothers, you know, we, we can't, we can't play that game anymore. And, and, and that not even just brothers, but sisters too. Cause I played that game for a long time. Like, oh, these niggas ain't shit. It's these niggas. You know what I'm saying? I'm overqualified. It's them. But I had to take a step back to look at the role I was playing look at the men I was attracting, you know? And I was like, damn, let me just shut up and humble myself and say, you know what? Maybe I haven't been doing this the right way. And I simply changed myself. And then I started to attract different type of man. So brothers, you're not exempt. You probably have to go through the same thing, you know, and you might have to have that reality that damn, you're just attracting the wrong women. You know, we can't keep lying to yourself saying that, oh, they don't make good women no more. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. They're all around. Just ask yourself why you're not attracting them. Okay, let's just keep it real. That post brought out emotions that post had like 700 comments it was crazy like people like these guys i could not believe it and like i said the top things was that lack of confidence what if i fall your woman should not be your backup plan for if you fall falling is not an option failure is not an option period as a man failure is not an option and the more that you subconsciously are depending on your woman to catch you if you fall the more you are making yourself prone to fall. 
You're going to trip yourself up. You're not focused in the game. You know, you got to always have that mindset like you're going to win. So the minute you start doubting yourself as a man, which is exactly what so many of these brothers were doing. And I'm like, Let's, come on now. It's 2018. It is so easy to make money. You know, I feel like there should be no one, you know, just broke. Because the reality is, well, if you just have an internet connection, you can make money now. So spare me like it's just so hard to pay rent and lights. You know, the woman, if she want to pay for extra stuff like cable, you know, and stuff like that, then, you know, she's free to do that. If she needs to pay her own car note and car insurance, I'm sure that's understandable. You know, but depending on her for half of the rent, uh-uh, son. You know, we got to find realistic solutions. We can't just complain like, oh, no, nah, I ain't doing none of that. Well, why are you not doing it? Like, what's really holding you back? Yeah, you can't afford to pay the rent and lights by yourself if you want to also turn up in the club every weekend. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you want to also have a $600 a month car note. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, if you want to also cop them new J's every time they come out, like, come on. Like, it is perfectly, like, the fact that the lack of confidence to simply pay rent and lights is alone is crazy. Like, that really stresses you like that? I know a guy, he buys shirts from a thrift store and then sells them on eBay. And he said he makes a good $2,500 a month just doing that. <laughs> Like, there is literally so many ways to make money. Like, it's some niggas just, I think they just get, like, comfortable in, in their complaints. They just get in this mode. Like, oh, I just can't do that. And they just get comfortable there. You know, I'm like, I would love to see the penis and the bank account of all these guys. Because most of these guys on these comments probably either have really good penis but can't figure out why they can't lock in a woman loyally because they probably broke as hell, license spending, stay with their mama. Or there's guys that may have the money but probably have very whack penises. So they, women, you know, get with them and they probably have been cheated on or have women, you know, not want to go all the way with them. So it's like, well, you're lacking in one of those because there's no way that guys with good bank accounts and good penises are sitting here like, yeah, I ain't take care of no bitch. What? Nah, what the hell? You sound crazy. I'm sorry. There, There is no real man sitting around saying that. Ain't no hoe gonna eat off me. Well, of course no hoe. But I, we're talking about your woman. I mean, of course. I mean, I hope we're not talking about this as just moving random women in with you. <laughs> Okay, I'm mad we even have to say these things and like specify, but it's like, okay, we are talking about, you know, a woman that is your woman, a woman that is, you know, that you are either married to or going to get married to. Let's be clear, <laughs> just in case, like, you know, that's the dramatic scenarios y'all were cooking up, like, I didn't take care of no bitch. Well, are you, are you, I mean, of course, I mean, I would hope you're not taking care of bitches and hoes. You know, I, I would really hope. And like I said, for every one man, there's a good seven women. And you're going to sit here and tell me there's no good women. How many times, how long can you hold on to that excuse? I mean, how many, how long can you hold on to that before you start to say, what is it about you? Okay. I mean, that's the reality. Like, we have to just be serious. Uh, all these guys in these comments, you know, having something to say about this. You know, let me see your penis. Let me see your bank accounts. You're lacking in one for sure. 
I'm telling you, like once once you really expand your mind and you really pay attention to your surroundings, you know, you, you got to go off of what you see. You know, you got to go off of what you see in your real life. So if I look around in my real life and I see, you know, real men and I see the way they take care of their families and I see the confidence and I see them going to get it. You can't tell me that it's not possible. If these are brothers in the same black men in the same predicament as you and they making it happen. And, and my brother, if you are lacking in the penis or bank account area, then you're going to have to figure that out. You're going to have to get comfortable in that. And, and you know, if, if your bank account, if you're unhappy with that, my brother, get you some money. Get you some money, my brother. Like, you know, you can't sit around forever blaming somebody else. Get you some money, bruh. You know, so it's like, you know, if, if you're lock, lacking in the sexual department, I don't know what to tell you, brother. You just got to find the kind of woman who is okay with your size or okay with your timing or okay with the way you do it. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, we you got to be real with yourself, brothers. It was just too many brothers in them comments, like, crying to ignore this. I'm like, everyone's like, we need to have more of a talk about this. I'm like, yeah, like, let's go ahead and just talk about this on you know, this week's podcast episode, because for this to have hit so many people and have so many people typing all these paragraphs, I'm like, damn, like, this is really an issue for us. This is really an issue for us. But I want to be very clear. This is not me saying this. Like I said, this is divine order, just the way that our anatomy is set up, just the way that God intended things to be. It doesn't matter what year it is. Okay, we always have to follow the order of the Most High. We always have to follow that divine order. Yeah, like, you know, if I'm dating a man, first of all, if we're dating, I expect for you to definitely have your own place in your own car. Okay, do you have to live in a mansion? No, but your home needs to be clean and safe and it needs to have a roof and a door. Do you have to drive? Um, a Tesla, no, but your car needs to be clean and be able to get you from point A to point B. You know what I'm saying? You need to be able to cover your basic needs. And it also depends on your age. So I'm pushing 30. So at my age, there is no more. Well, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to be getting my own place. I'm going to be getting a car. No. Now, if you're like 21, you know, you're, you're going to have to handle dating different. So it got to go according to your age group and my age group. Baby, if you don't have a crib and a car, that is such the bare minimum. Like, I can't even date you. Like, if you don't have that together, I'm sorry, but I'm sorry. We're we're way past that age. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Actually, I'm not sorry. Like, yeah, we're way past that. So it depends on your age group on, you know, the kind of things that you want someone to have. But if I'm dating a guy, I'm he's definitely going to have his own crib and his own car. So now if things get serious and you decide that you want me as your wife and you want to get engaged and we want to, you want to move in together. You as a man, you're definitely moving me to you. Okay. You, you, you're going to be moving me and my son. Now you're going to be, my son is watching you. You know what I'm saying? So this is another thing. When you have children, you also have to do things differently. I can't afford, I have a nine-year-old, okay? He is impressionable. He is very smart. He pick up on everything. I cannot date somebody that I'm dealing with some potential. No, my son is going to see you as you are right now. <laughs> so 
You know, we need to make sure you got it together. So if you already got your own place and now you want to take me on as your wife and you're going to, I'm going to leave my home to come make your house a home. When I move in there, you was already paying the bills by yourself. And now that I'm there, you're going to charge me. You're going to charge me to stay there to do your laundry and suck you every night. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. I might as well stay home. What is the point? What is the point? I can sit here and mind my business and not have to have nobody jumping up and down on top of me sweating every night. Okay? So it's like that wouldn't make any sense. So now I'm coming into your home. You know, I'm going to be feeding the family all their meals. Because I don't know, it doesn't it doesn't turn me. Every woman's different. Now this is me personally. It does not turn me on to have no man cooking for me. I feel weird. Now I don't mind if it's like a birthday or you know a little romantic night oh baby I cooked you dinner that's cute but like every night like sitting there while my man cooked me dinner like that does not turn me on like I enjoy cooking for my family I enjoy it you know I enjoy being sexual okay I enjoy cleaning I enjoy all that you know but I want to make it very clear me coming into the home to do this you know, and, and, and bringing good energy and bringing happiness, that's invaluable. We, you know, I want to have more children. So it's like, you know, we're going to have, I'm going to birth your kids. Let's go ahead and calculate how much you owe me for birthing your big head ass kids. Let me go ahead and let me get my calculations out. You know what I'm saying? Like, get out of here. No, that's crazy. Now, you know, me and my man living together, I have no problem. Like, I want to make it very clear, ladies. A man providing does not mean he needs to provide you in Gucci Louis Prada. Like I said, it means safe, clean housing with a roof and a door. It means providing transportation. Doesn't have to be luxury transportation, ladies. Okay, him taking care of you does not automatically mean getting your 30-inch weave done, getting your nails done. These are all extras. Okay, let's let's make that clear. These are extras. So him taking care of the household does not mean that. Now, yeah, this day and age, most women do have income coming in. So, yeah, you definitely want to. If I'm living with my man, I definitely don't mind paying my own car note and my own car insurance. You know, I don't mind paying my own phone bill. I don't mind paying for like cable. You know, that's something that's like it's not a necessity. It's extra. So I don't mind paying that. I don't even mind paying like the water bill. You know, I don't mind paying for our vacations or any of that. You know, there just has to be a balance to it. But the household, that's all you, baby. Not up for debate. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't mind doing the grocery shopping. I would much rather work part-time or work from home and be able to cook all the meals for my family you know, be able to keep my house very clean, have the energy to fuck my husband. I would much rather do all that than, you know, be slaving, working between 40 and 60 hours a week, trying to come up with half a rent and mortgage. Like, I don't know. I I, I don't want to do that. You know, if, if I am busting my ass like that, better believe like I'm single. But there's there's no way I'm busting my butt like that, you know, and and paying bills like that. And I'm in the house with my man like that's crazy, you know. And and like I said, it's just it, it just feels so unfair to women because 
it's like for to to complain like oh these women they don't take care of home no more they're not loyal no more that's not fair that's not fair to put all these masculine responsibilities on women and then get mad at them when their behaviors change you know what I mean like that's just not fair so you know everybody just has to live in their means you know, it's like everybody want to flex. <laughs> and and if the chick you with like to flex, like you like to flex and she don't mind, you know, putting all that money in so y'all can, aff- can, can afford, you know, bigger luxury things. And that's y'all decision. You know what I mean? Like I said, I'm just speaking on what divine order is, the way it's meant to go. However, of course, everybody is free to conduct themselves in whichever way they choose. Like, you know, you're free to do that. So I'm just giving some insight on me personally as a woman. Like I said, someone who at the age I'm at with, you know, a child like I have. And and I I just know what I bring to the table. And it's crazy because, you know, I, I haven't always been this way. Like, I think as a woman, you grow and then you know when you're at the point where you're valuable, you know. And once you know that, you're not settling because it's like you you know what you bring to the table. You know, especially when there are so many women who don't have that. When it is so many women who are lost and have not yet gotten in touch with their femininity. You know, who haven't mastered that art yet. You know, you, 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 you have to know, like, okay, that's going to make you a commodity. So it's like... You know, ladies, you know, if you're at that point, great. If you're not, that's fine. It's just a matter of growing. It's just a matter of maturity, you know, because the the woman that I am today, I'm just so proud of. But, you know, like I said, it just takes time to grow up. It takes time to realize what's important and what's not. It takes time to realize where you should be directing your energy. It takes time for you to appreciate certain things. It, It just takes time. You know, great things don't happen overnight. So, you know, ladies, we just have to set ourselves up to be those valuable women. You know, that way you won't have to debate or fight or argue or prove anything to a man for him to care for you and care for that household. It will just come naturally. He'll just want to do it. And that's the power of the feminine power is it kind of when you put that feminine power along healthy masculine power, Everything just falls into place and into order naturally, like without having to fight it or force it. Everything goes into order, you know, without a word being said. And that's the beauty of it. So I can imagine, you know, because I, I felt that way before, like, oh, a relationship just is, it just stresses you out. A relationship is just, but when you experience you know, true love, when you experience true appreciation, you realize that you were wrong. And and it's not relationships or, you know, or anything like that. That's a bad thing. It was just simply your choice. It was just simply what you attracted. So you change yourself to attract different. And then you're able to open your mind and open your eyes up to the fact that you were living in a dark place. You know, you were not attracting those those vibes that you wanted to see so once we realize the power that we have to attract what we want it gives us the power to become what we want as well and that's the beauty of it and then you're in a positive cycle you're in a cycle of positivity 
you know, now not only have you broken your cycle, but you have reset and redirected it as well. Now, I'm sure by now you've seen plastered on every media (laughs) outlet imaginable. These kids from the Parkland shooting um, basically getting national platforms to express their fears and how they want change and demanding reform. Um, These children made the cover of Time magazine. These children um, are walking out of class, walking out of school in protest of their lives being in danger. (laughs) And um, it's crazy because the first thing is when these school shootings happen, we got to be real with ourselves and understand what a false flag is. A false flag are scenarios that are set up by United States intel to carry out agendas. And it's a matter of staging the event. The lives that are lost when these events are staged are real. It happens to be innocent people that they have chosen to sacrifice in order to put on this production to get their agendas carried out. So, you know, bless the souls that have to be the ones to be lost during these shenanigans. Uh, But that's just simply what happens. So it's like everyone gets very emotional and upset about it. Like, you know, (laughs) we want to we want to go to the government to find reform to fix the gun laws, the gun laws, the gun laws. This is not a gun laws issue at all. I never understood that logic. Like someone who doesn't respect the law enough to not murder is also somehow going to respect the law to only obtain their murder weapons legally. You know, like I understand that everyone is upset at a time like this, but we have to be real. This is not a gun problem. This is an angry white male problem. (laughs) I mean, I, I don't know what else to say. This is not a gun problem. This is an angry white boy problem. So you're going to have to figure out what you can do for your angry white boys. But, you know, the gun reform, I'm confused as to what you exactly want to do. It's like we ignore that the white boy elephant in the room all the time. You know, every time something goes down, we always just ignore that common denominator in every scenario which is the white man angry white man (laughs) i mean i don't understand world poverty what is the underlying source angry white man (laughs) the drug industry what is the underlying source the angry white man the greedy banks angry white man genocide angry white man uh systematic oppression angry white man school shootings angry white men (laughs) And we all ignore it. Like, so what's the problem here? Hello? (laughs) I mean, what is, I mean, so what is the solution to angry white men? I mean, that, that is what we have to figure out. Okay. That is the problem here. We need angry white men reform. I mean, I don't know guys, (laughs) but you know, it's amazing to me. Like, wow. So these kids get shot up by one of their own unprovoked 
for no reason. And it's like, you on Time Magazine? I mean, where are our children who have been crying out for help for hundreds of years since Emmett Till and Pryor? <laughs> you know, that have been beaten down and gunned down. Like, what happens if they walk out of class? You know what I'm saying? Like, what what happens? I mean, I don't see our little black boys that are being shot up and beat up. I don't see them speaking on Washington. I don't see them, you know, getting respect and speaking on CNN. So it's like, this is the perfect example of white privilege. And these white people, damn sure, taking advantage of it. Guess what happens? When it comes to their lives... They don't care that they're in the back of the line when it comes to issues. Black people been in the front of this line getting skipped for years. They gonna skip right on the front of you. They gonna use that white privilege to get right in front of you in line. Whether they your friend or not. Because their lives are in danger. I am picturing like a black school, you know, where the children are being um, targeted by systematic racism being thrown in jail for even blinking the wrong way, being profiled by police, being gunned down by police. And, and, and you know, these white people are so angry at this white boy for shooting him up for no reason, but we get shot at the same ones that get taxes taken out of these kids' parents' paychecks to pay their salary with these police. So it's like these white people are so mad at this white boy for shooting him up, and it's like he don't even owe you anything. We getting shot up by the ones that owe us, that are supposed to be serving us. You know, now that's an outrage. What you, what y'all are outraging about is your own problem. It's the angry white boy problem. That's y'all, you know, avoiding that elephant in the room. We are being gunned down and beat down and mass murdered by the people that we pay. You know what I'm saying? And and what would happen if our, if we was at a black school and these kids were walking out of class because of these injustices let's go ahead and paint that picture because we can all see it now front page news student rebellion (laughs) student revolution or it would be something very radical i picture they definitely would have the bomb squad the swat team out there there would be tons of police with their guns drawn with a loudspeaker telling these kids to put their hands up and get on the ground what are you doing? Get back inside. I pictured a whole school being shut down. <laughs> you know what I mean? I picture everyone looking at these kids like they're being disruptive. Look at them walking out of class talking about they're being targeted by police. Well, they should pull their pants up. These black kids sitting here wanting to walk out of class because they're being their lives are in danger. Why don't you just get over it? You're seeing it. You're seeing it all. You're seeing things. You're crazy. Police ain't targeting you. Get over it. You shouldn't be such a criminal. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But these white kids are over here like, hey, angry white men are shooting us up. And everyone's like, applause on Washington. Yes. With such conviction. We're so proud of you young people. Fuck out of here. Get out of here. Especially you want me to give energy to this problem when you won't even address the real root of the problem. Get out of here. Please. And that's why I say, like, you know, we got to learn what racism is really about. We have to learn 
basically, if the same angry white men do not decide that your cause is worthy of getting upset, taking a stand, speaking out against it, if that angry white man decides that your cause is not valid, then he will write you off as aggressive and insubordinate and irrational so that that way he will not have to listen to your cries. Now, once he approves an agenda, okay, which is for these these white kids to get up and look like heroes, he can approve that agenda, but you better not point out that he's the one behind all this. You better not point that out. So they get to choose what's important and what's not. And not only do they get to choose what is important and what's not and what is valid and what's not valid to them, but if they feel as though your cause makes them uncomfortable or is not important enough to them, they have the power to silence you. They have the power to make you not be able to find work. They have a power to make you lose your support. They have a power to shut you up. Black people don't have the power to shut anyone up. This is real racism. This is one of the most perfect examples of racism I have seen in a while. This event with this Parkland shooting, how quickly these children within days were on the cover of Time Magazine, were immediately on CNN. Okay, that is racism. And and these white kids up there, they probably all have black friends and probably tells you how nice they are to them. But they damn sure used that white privilege, didn't they? When it came time to their lives. What I say, when shit gets real, that's when you see the true colors. And they damn sure skipped right in front of all the black people in line to have their issue be heard. Because it's their life at stake. It's just so easy for us to lose focus. You know, and then it's like when you want to stay focused and people want to label you like, oh, you're cold hearted, you're cruel. No, I'm not. I'm a survivor. I'm a warrior. Okay, when you're in war, you ain't got time to sit and cry for your enemy. Especially when your enemy ain't sitting crying for you. Okay, they tell us to shut the fuck up. Okay, a brother, then another brother just bite the dust a few days ago. And they got another one of our brothers when he was in his own backyard holding a cell phone, pumped him full of lead 20 times. Okay, is his mom on the cover of Time Magazine? I mean, I I need someone to let me know. You know what I'm saying? We got to stay focused. There is no one crying for us. Ain't nobody stopping to help us, you know, bandage up our wounds. And then we we supposed to be guilted into licking other people's wounds. Meanwhile, we have one leg blown off. Get out of here. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not my problem. That's the way life goes. You cannot sit here and cry over everybody's issues. Sometimes you got to stay focused. So for me, it's like, you know, I'm focused. I, I don't have time. <laughs> I don't have time. You know, we got to focus on our issues with our children. You know, we we still have a long way to go. You know, we're, we're still trying to figure out basic divine order amongst men and women. So, okay, so we got so much healing to do and so much growing to do. We definitely don't have time to care about white tears. And this is life or death. It is us dying here. You see how they stood together when it came to them dying? This is us dying. This is our people dying. This is our sons, our daughters. Okay? This is life or death. It has been proven for hundreds of years that don't nobody care about us. 
and that's fine because they're caring. They're, they're worried about themselves, which is exactly what they should be doing. That is the goal. Everyone should be self-sufficient. You worry about you, we'll worry about me. The minute you go to worrying about everyone, you get disorganized, you get flustered and disgruntled. Focus. Okay, let's practice our exercise again. Y'all remember that exercise we did a few episodes ago? It was like current event pops, you know, across the TV screen. Okay, we look up. Were any Africans affected? Yes or no? If the answer is no, go back to what you were doing. (laughs) If the answer is yes, you further investigate. That's the way this goes. It's that simple. We don't have time. That's why, you know, we have to look at this as a war. Like, we all we got. You know, but the good news is there's so many strong, beautiful brothers and so many strong, beautiful sisters that it's a matter of us finding each other, you know, and being that support to one another and everyone else can get left behind. You know, we 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 got to want to go together with uh, with the ones who who are healthy. OK, who who want to be liberated, who want to be ourselves, you know, who want to do things in divine order. These are the Africans that you want to surround yourself with. Everybody else, we can leave them behind. You know, some people, they cool where they at, and that's fine. We got to protect and preserve our energy. You know, this is bigger than us, and it's deeper than rap. You know, I've been working very hard to build solid circles of people that want what I want. You know, and then getting our children together. That's very important. We need our children to also have associates like that. That, you know, that want to know who they are, that are proud of themselves, you know, that that want change, that want better for our generations to come. And that's what it's about, you know, so we keep having these conversations so we can build together and we can grow together, you know, and 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 once we do that, nothing but good things can come from it. Nothing bad comes from learning about yourself. Nothing bad. It's only bad if you learn things about yourself and then don't make necessary changes. You know, so I, I, I love you all so much. Um, I'm going to sign off for this week. Uh, stay posted for next week's um, topics and announcements. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. Keep listening, subscribing. The, I, I just thank you all so much for the support. Uh, it means a lot to me and it makes me feel really good. Um, so peace, love and black power. This is Six, the goddess signing off, and we'll see you next week on African and American.